Hi, and welcome to the In Just Five podcast. I'm Kylie Fennell. I'm a small business owner, writer, mother, and publisher of InJustFive.com, the home of small business life made simple. If you want to start, manage, or grow your business, or if you're a mum in business, tune in now. Hi, Kylie here. Um, I wanted to talk to you today about media skills or handling media inquiries. So I think the dream of a lot of small business owners is to get lots of free publicity and lots of um, positive um, coverage in a newspaper or media outlet. And that's fair enough. I dream of it too. Um, But we always kind of wonder what we kind of bit scared of actually what do I do if a journalist calls me or contacts me and does want to speak to me if you've never done it before um it can be quite scary now I'm an ex-journalist so I kind of do have a little bit of experience in this area and I've actually trained a lot of high profile um corporates and government spokespeople on how to do handle media inquiries now we also um so I do know a little bit about this The other thing about um, media inquiries is I think it's that fear of not just handling the positive stories, but also how to handle negative media inquiries. So I'm going to give you some of my tips on what you may want to, um, to, uh, I'm going to give you some of my tips, I guess, on what you can do if you have got a media inquiry. So my number one rule when you're dealing with any journalist is be polite, professional, respectful at all times. Even if it's a um, journalist who super urgently wants to speak to you, who is pushy, um, negative, adversarial, um, attacking you even, and I've dealt with every kind of journalist, um, your job is to be polite and professional at all times so it doesn't spiral into a negative situation or which then in turn turns into a negative story. Now, what you want to do is when you're contacted by a journalist is, if first of all, ask them their name, um, find out what kind of media outlet they're from. If you haven't heard of their media outlet before, just say, can you tell me a little bit about your publication so I can give you the most relevant information for your target audience? Um, ideally, we want to go away um, and have a bit of time to actually do a bit of research on that journalist and the media outlet and just see what kind of stories do they normally write? What's their kind of style? Just so we know exactly where they might be heading. But it is okay, and I do recommend this, asking them, and what would you like to know? Now, they may or may not want to give you their whole list of questions. Um, They probably won't, but they should at least be able to say, look, I'd like to talk to you about X, Y, Z. And just by asking that question, you should get a feel for, is this going to be a positive or a negative story? Now, the next thing you want to do is um, get their contact details, um, phone and email. I always try to get an email address wherever possible because I like to provide written responses where relevant. Um, This is incredibly important with um, when you're dealing with um, a negative issue and or a really complex um, story. So you probably may want to be able to control the messaging better or get your point across in a written response or if the person you need to actually get the information from your subject matter specialist or technical specialist maybe you actually need to get them to craft a response so in that case a written response is great but if they're a tv particularly tv or radio they may in fact prefer to do a phone or video interview and in that case you need to think who is going to be the best person for this interview? Who, not only who's comfortable dealing with the media and may have done it before, but who would make a good talent? So who's going to be come across in a friendly or um, professional or respectful way and who's going to be not freeze 
when they actually ask questions. So you want to think about who is the best person. It may not always be the business owner. It might be um, the, it could be a marketing officer. It could be a receptionist. It might be just someone who's going to speak on behalf of your organization who might be more appropriate. Just give that some thought. Because we don't want to answer their questions straight away. So the journalist has called us. We've asked them their contact details, asked what they want to know. We've got information about their media outlet and their deadline. And now we want to just buy ourselves a little bit of time if possible. Um, If it's a positive story and you've got a bit of experience, by all means, and you're comfortable answering their questions on the spot, do it. But wherever possible, it is a good idea to just buy yourself a little bit of thinking time. Now, even if a journalist turns up and does what's called a doorstop and sticks a camera in front of your face and current affair style and is like, I need you to answer this question now, it's completely acceptable to say, be polite, say, look, I'm in the middle of something right now, but I'd be more than happy to answer your questions if we could maybe set a time and just repeat that same messaging over and over. Now, we do want to, as I said, buy some time. So even if that's like, Look, I'm sorry, I'm not the best person to answer that question. Remember, we asked them, what do you want to talk about? And like, oh, I just need to get some time to actually um, look into that for you and get back to you. Or um, I'm just in the middle of something right now, but um, I will get back to you at such and such a time. And do get back to them. Always respond before their deadline. Now, even when you're responding um, before a deadline, um, you may not be able to give them the full response But it's better to go back with something, even if we're currently looking into the matter. um, This is what we can tell you and we'll give you more information as it comes to hand. The last thing you want to do is say not respond or say no comment because that's always going to result in a negative story. Now, never say no comment, even if it's a legal matter. You don't want to say no comment. But what you might want to say is, look, the matter is currently before the courts. Unfortunately, I can't say anything for that reason right now. But when I can, I'd be more than happy to speak to you and just repeat, 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 even when they get pushy. They're for negative stories, of course, but we're just talking about worst case scenario here. Now, the other thing you want to do is once you've bought yourself a little bit of time, maybe look into what's this journalist like, um, what's this media outlet, do a bit of Google researching on there. And, um, so you have an idea of where they may be heading and then develop yourself three key messages. So for whatever topic they want to talk about, just scribble down even on the back of a napkin, three key messages. Uh, these are the three things I want to get across. No matter what their question is, these are the three questions, points I want to get across. So if you're not able to provide a written response and you are doing an interview situation, you're going to always want to try and drive your answers back to your key messages. It's a technique that politicians, of course, use, but when you've had a bit of practice doing it, it can sound natural and um, it's completely acceptable. Um, You just need practice at it. So write down those three key messages. Now, the other thing you want to do is, especially if it's a negative situation, but in any interview situation, is before the interview, sit down with your team and go, wonder what questions they might ask. Even those worst case scenario skeleton in the closet questions, write them down and come up with your answers. And um, now it's not a document you're gonna share publicly. This is just so you can prepare yourself. And if you think there's a potential media issue bubbling away and you may be contacted by the media in the future, prepare ahead of time. Maybe even prepare a statement you can keep in your back pocket. Um, Not literally, but as in have just in case. Um, Maybe you can pre-prepare your questions and answer those worst case scenario ones you do not want to be asked. 
Because what you want to do is then you want to practice those questions and answers. Sit with someone you trust, someone in your team even, and actually get them to pretend they're a journalist. Even get them to stick a camera phone in front of your face and mimic that whole idea of um, being a journalist. So you get that feel for being put on the spot. It's really, really good practice and it's critical, absolutely critical to practice those questions and answers. Um, There's another technique you can use. Um, It does take practice to do it well and to not sound like a typical politician, but it's using transitional phrases. So if someone asks you a question that you don't necessarily want to answer, try and answer the question wherever possible. But if you really, really want to just get them back to your key message, so they ask, tell me about blah, 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 but you want to tell them about your key message, which is different. You need something in the middle, a bridge, a transitional phrase. So what you can do is you can say something like, look, what's really important here is blah, 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 my key message. What I can tell you is blah, 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 my key message. Well, at the end of the day, what this is about is blah, 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 my key message. Now, I don't recommend doing that a lot and you certainly need to take care when using it because at the end of the day, um, the best media interviews are when you're being authentic and being yourself and being a real human being and not sounding too rehearsed. But the only way to get to that point is to do a little bit of prep, do a little bit of practice, have your key messages, do your Q&As. It's one of these things, it's like, you can't expect to be able to just go do a media interview and say, well, I'm just going to be myself. It doesn't work unless you've got a, had a little bit of practice behind you. Um, if it's a positive story and it's just your local paper and they want to talk about um, your local footy club, by all means, um, give it a crack um, and you and just be natural. But when it comes to negative um, stories, you really, really, it's incredibly important that you have get some practice behind you first because you don't want to worry about um, where how a media or outlet or journalist may act. What you want to worry about is how can I get my messages across in an authentic and natural way? And the only way to do that is by practicing it um, so that you're, you're prepared. So I guess to recap, um, if you're contacted by a journalist, always be polite, professional, respectful. Ask them a little bit about their uh, media outlet if you don't know. Always ask them, what would you like to know? Ask them their deadline. Ask them, um, get their contact details, phone and email. And if you can't provide a written response, um, have a think about who will be the best spokesperson for this particular interview. And buy yourself a little bit of time where possible so you can mentally prepare for the actual interview and or have time to prepare a written response get back to them always get back to them even if it's something as simple as this is what we can say at this point in time um, we are still looking into the matter that's completely acceptable never say no comment and never not respond to a journalist before their deadline Um, that's just a recipe for disaster have three key messages for whether it's a positive or negative um, story always have your three key messages and three because it's easy to remember and you can easily recall them and repeat them Um, and practice with worst case scenario questions and answers or even positive questions and answers so if they ask me so tell me what's the best thing about your footy club have an answer already pre-prepared in your mind because you don't want to go oh 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 and then once you start getting nervous then it kind of has a domino effect and ruins the whole interview if you've practiced it you are able to be more natural it sounds kind of weird but it's like um an actor an actor would never try to um 
not rehearse their lines before they actually do their performance. You want to be able to bring yourself to it and be authentic, but you need to know where you're actually heading. You need to be prepared. So always practice prepare. So I hope that gives you a little bit of um, idea of a couple of my media skills tips. Um, By all means, it's a great idea to go out and get there and get yourself some um, media training if you think that you're going to be potentially um, become a media talent or if you're striving to be a media talent or an expert interviewed by the media, get practice. Start with your local paper. Whatever you need to do, get practice. To even do mock interviews with your team is um, a fantastic idea. But most important thing is practice have your messaging and try to then you can be yourself and that is probably the ultimate goal be authentic be yourself and then you'll always be it will definitely help with how you're portrayed in the media i hope that helps thanks for tuning in If you like today's episode, you'll love our site, injustfive.com, featuring loads of small business news and resources. The best bit is no email address is required to access our free tools and templates. That's injustfive.com. And don't forget to tune in next time.